0: All right. You can stay in your delusion. Richard Samovich. I give you the greatest quantum breakthrough of the last 200 years. Three, two, one. I'm better rested. Better rested. I okay, know. enough of that. Greetings. Mm. Bit of the uh, quantum devil coming out in a uh, couple of days. We'll um, a, a little more uh, stevia. A little bit, tiny. You know, it's kind of. I wondered if I had another, uh, like, a longer trailer here for this. But uh, I don't think, you know, one of the problems I've been having is I've been working with trying to make Substack work for me since I'm pretty much, a you know, oh, here was a, maybe this is a trailer. Well, I don't know what that is. That's supposed... That's in our area of film threat. Um, I'm just not sure they have the... Uh, uh, hmm. I'm not sure what they're discussing there. Well, I see. Oh, here here we go. Quam Devil. Uh, I'm not sure there's... Um, There's so many commercials on this site. I can't. What I want to see is I want to see if there's a trailer there. But I suppose not. Okay. Well, there is here. Let's see what we have. We can find. And then I'm going to move on into the. um, the Next phase of World War three. Caused by your buddy Biden. With your tax dollars. You know, you're lighting up World War Three, did you know that? And it's 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 you know, because nobody opposed this guy stealing the election, so that's what you get. So what I'm trying to find here is a trailer. And uh I guess that we just don't have one. There's supposed to be one on the website, and uh, I don't understand why there wouldn't be. I'm just looking. There's no trailer there. Why is that? Not awfully frustrating. Anyway, um, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> you want, You got to see a trailer if you're going to... What are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Nothing, uh, nothing, um, nothing works. That's great. Uh, Let's see if I can. It's usually my fault. You know, I'm the one that, uh, unfortunately, you know, this stuff gets put up from another site. Uh, The same, same thing. Uh let's see if I got a earlier version. Well nope. Well that's good. Keep it under wraps. That these are trailers that were made for just these quick um what do you want to call it? These quick kind of like on, on magazine sites and stuff. So, you know, people would get a quick link uh to the website where they could, you know, either order it or, you know, be led to. But no matter how much I search for a trailer. Here we go. Come by a quantum equation that would change life as we know it. I present Dr. Richard Cernovich. Call me Sarnovich. Sarnovich. I know that name. I believe that within each one of you, lies a piece of the key to breaching the quantum barrier. The key to the manipulation of time is control of space. Perhaps the answer to the mystery of the afterlife is in death. I think this is going to work. Mind-linking. Three, two, one. <laughs> hey, nothing coming what out. The cameras. Nothing coming out, Dr. I know you're dead. Here, I'm very much alive. Huh? Things are much better when you die. Reality is fluid. Whatever you think, that's where you are. Give you the greatest quantum breakthrough of the last two hundred (laughs) years. My mic's open now. Okay, getting blasted out. Sorry about this whole intro. I had a whole uh, plan uh, today. And uh, so today's the 8th, 9th tomorrow. And so Tuesday uh, will be the Quantum Devil, which can be seen uh, anywhere. You know what I mean? Like on Prime or Video on Demand and just whatever. You know, there's a list of things on the website at crazedhouse.com. Crazed House being the production company, crazedhouse.com, where you can find out where you can see it, but I mean, you can go just anywhere pretty much, and, and you'll be able to see it. I think Film Threat had um, given us a, um, why am I up this early? Well, I've been up since like one in the morning. Uh, it's because of uh, Israel. What do you think? You can't just have World War III and expect me to sleep through it. Right? Because people don't know what this is. This is basically uh, planned. Months, you know, a year in advance, this this, uh, this uh, plan, and it's funded by Biden. Joe Biden funded it directly. And that's why he gave all that money to Iran. Right? And that's why all that money went to Hamas. And Afghanistan is jumping in next, the Taliban. And guess who funded them? Eighty. 80- some odd billion dollars worth of gear, planes and trucks and tanks. Joe Biden, what for? For this. Israel attacked on all sides. Didn't someone have a, didn't the Bible have a prophecy about that? Didn't someone have a prophecy about not Didn't, uh, weren't there people talking about Israel being attacked as part of this uh, scenario? No, but that's not really the spiritual Israel, the literal Israel. No, it's, it's Israel. 1948 Israel is Illuminati Israel. <laughs> okay, then why don't you go, you know, just sit in your hole and then you know drink yourself to death. But anyway, all right, so um I think the main point for me on this is that um we'd seen this coming a long way off. We had seen this coming a long way off. And then, you know, it, 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 long enough so people forget about it. And they're focused on Ukraine where all the, you know, tax dollars, your tax dollars went and mine went, uh, which was basically money laundering to come back to the politicians' pockets. The whole point there is to give, is it gets washed through Ukraine and then in the pockets. You've got the worst criminal of all time in the White House. He doesn't just hate you, he wants you dead, but he wants to rob you first and then kill you. And so this way is a faster way to the nukes, to the to we're gonna blend in Russia, Ukraine, Israel, and the response from Israel, now it's gonna be like, wow, we're just gonna have to eliminate then you have all this division in America, which is delicious to them. They're having a field day over this right now, folks. And you lose, they win. So don't think for a minute that, oh, yeah, let's root for Israel. No, no, this is a bigger chess game here. This is the wider war of World War Three. Okay, this is Iran, Taliban, um, you know, Venezuela, China, piling on with the Palestinians, and tepid America saying, you know, giving bullshit answers, as Biden always does, you know, that uh, we, we back Israel all the way when they don't back Israel at all. We don't back Israel. We back Hamas. We back Iran. We back Ukraine. Okay? Just, just you know, get it straight through your heads. This is what you're doing. You're backing those, and, you know, you're basically blaspheming. We are. We are just basically a blasphemer. You know, saying one thing and doing another. And Joe Biden is, it has to be the most evil, cold-hearted, and worst president or leader of a country in the history of the world. And what doesn't that make sense to have somebody like that in there right now? And he's not completely unconscious, folks, like just some dumb puppet. He is that person, that cold-hearted murderer, that, you know, I don't care if we nuke the whole world as long as I have my bunker. That people hate her. The other day we have a video, you got to start adding it up. So he's like, he thinks he's out of the way of the cameras. And the dog is doing something he doesn't want. So he starts kicking, uh, you know, one of his German shepherds. He starts kicking the dog. He's a dog kicker, okay? He's the guy that kicks your dog if the dog gets too close when you're walking him. He's that dog kicker guy. He's the dog kicker. And here we have him on film. It gets people are just not adding it up. You're not just dealing with some unconscious thing and then he's the head of this you know giant party of think tanks and CIA and all this stuff who are all backing Hamas, all backing Iran. And Iran, if you don't think Iran has nukes, you're out of your mind. You're going to see the first thing you're going to see is a fuel air bomb. You know, those, and once they start using those, which are totally illegal, I mean, they're totally immoral, then, then um, you know, it, it's off to the races. It's total conflagration. But, I mean, all this is happening right on time. Because, you know, the financial condition of everything is gone. There is no financial health. And so what's the best way to cover it up is find a war. Or widen the war, World War Three was kind of skipping along. People were starting to figure out it was all money laundering. That there was no money going to Ukrainian soldiers, no money going to infrastructure, no money going anywhere except for the rebuild thing. But basically, the billions going there were coming back into Biden and other people's pockets. The politician, the Pelosi's, the 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 the, the Hillary Clinton, the, you know the same group, Obama etc. And then they, they have the nerve to lecture you? They should have their mouths duct taped forever. I'll tell you, if I were the judge in this case, they'd all be in prison. But, you know, or, you know, treason, and right, hanged. But unfortunately, we don't have law and order. So we have criminals running the show. And of course, they're stealing your tax money through Ukraine. And the, these dumb shits that come up and start trying to talk about Zelensky and Ukraine and fighting the good fight, who the who are these people? How stupid can you be? How dumb can someone get? And I know I've had a great divide over people that, you know, from uh, you know, the uh the film world, everyone was back in Ukraine. And I'm like, you know, even our sales agent, he he's he's backing you I can't talk to him, I had to like just not see him anymore. On face, you know how you just just mute somebody so you don't ever see him again, because he's sitting there going, Ukraine, oh boy, they're really being tough, and he's like cheering on Ukraine when when the money is going right out of, you know, you know, doing a U turn out of Ukraine and coming right back into these politicians' pockets, and this guy's cheering it on. You know, I I mean, I guess you could make a a, a. because the film people refuse to look at any of the issues, which they're supposed to actually... People that are involved in film and communications are supposed to look at the issues. They're not supposed to be dumb shits. Oliver Stone looked at the issues. Yeah, I may mean, not agree with him, but at least, you know, he's... he You know, he's, he's conscious, you know, but again, he's like a dinosaur now, a relic. I doubt he'll make any more films. So, um, you know, this is... Um, it's very disconcerting, you know, the kind of shit that comes out of the uh, you know the, the, the movie factories now, and, and the, but really what's most disturbing is the way the people act that are in those communities, you know, the fact they just act like they don't see it, you know deaf, dumb, and blind, and the more it goes against them, i.e., well, I'm a liberal. <laughs> there's no such thing as liberal, fool. there are no liberals. There are no conservatives. There's right, there's wrong, there's the left-handed path, there's the right-handed path, there's God, and then there's the left-handed path, which is the satanic way, which is, you know, a legitimate way, a way that seems right to a man, but that way leads to death, as we know over and over and over, because the Bible tells us everything we need to know. They go, oh, the Bible is a little legitimate. Yeah, well, you know, on the hands of a, an average person, it can take them from an average intelligence to genius in about a month, if they start reading it. So why is that? It's because the world is dumb. Why is it dumb? Because it's ill-informed. Because, you know, the word divides. The word divides the truth. It, it gets right, in other words, it gets right to the, tr- you know, the division of all the um, flying around ideas, you know, that it divides, it, it gets to the truth, so the word divides, you know, a simple psalm divides. It it also divides people. But it divides the truth from the lie. <coughs> <Wait>. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I'm sorry, I, I inhaled my tea tear. <coughs> oh God. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Well that's not something I like to do. Anyway, so the Israel, you know, issue was why I'm on it so early today, okay? The Sabbath attack. Um the the third intifada <clears throat> the next <clears throat> Yom Kippur War number 2 World War number 3 Understand? That <laughs> This is, no, oh, geez. Here, have a little water and a little uh, lung cleanse here. Uh, I'm sorry. It's all right, Seth. Okay, now let me let's try again. Okay. Okay, so okay. The, the bottom line here is, at the same time, we have the bat signal going up for Trump. Like, like now, you know, what used to be liberals and conservatives <clears throat> no longer divided like they were. Now everybody is screaming because, you know, they're <coughs> I'm having a terrible time. Is this interference? Is this interference? No, I just, is there an attack going on? Possibly. <coughs> because all of a sudden, I have a million things against me. Father, I mean, please calm Zeph's throat. In Jesus' name. Jesus. <coughs> Amen. Wow. Thank moment. you. Okay, now I'm done. Okay, so I'm trying to get out the, you know, apparently there's a gag order on this subject because people are not even talking about it. Basically, you know, Fox News is giving a short shrift. It looks like a liberal, you know, sort of legacy media is taking the point of view of the the poor Palestinians, you know, pretty much. And, um, you know, we have now the uh, LGBTQ coming out on the side of the Palestinians, queers for Palestine and all that. And I'm like, you really just don't understand. People are so stupid. It's unreal. You've been played. You've been duped. All this Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, and all this, you know, the Republican uh, 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 National Party led by Ronna McDaniel. Same, same dupe. You're all duped on every side. You know, this is about money. This is about big business. And this is about uh, maximizing profits. And whenever there's a war, it maximizes profits. And this war is, well, it's going to be ju- it's juicy now. And this is the stuff of Prophecy. This is the stuff of end time. This is the stuff. Oh, there's a whole reason we even come to Jesus in the first place. Today. Today. Now. This is not, oh, I think this or I think that. This is, this is, and this is not. That is, that is not. Now, I know what you're thinking. You want to see me endorse Israel, and I basically do endorse Israel, I mean, in the sense of, okay, let me take my Jesus hat off then. and I'll just say that um, since ha- Hamas and all that is New World Order stuff, <clears throat> and Klaus Schwab stuff and WF and L- LGBTQ stuff, which is basically, you know, a U.N. program, it's got nothing to do with gay, it's got nothing to do with sex. Has nothing to do with any of that. But they, all the people that participated, they just, they're just, I don't know, man. It's amazing they can even spell their name. I, I, I don't think they could hold a conversation, these people in these groups. I've tried to reason with them, I've tried to tell them about, you know, the Club of Rome, the Illuminati, the Nazi Party, the uh, duplicitous nature of this world. What the world really, I've tried to, it, it, it just goes in, it, it's just the eyes glaze over. They just, it's like, I'm going to eat some flesh. <laughs> yeah, there'll be the prediction. Those groups will be the cannibals next round. Once we go to starvation mode, they will be eating flesh before anyone else. I mean, how people are going to have to eat flesh to survive. You know, once the nukes start flying. And I would just think that, um. You know, I do feel the sense of having to get my house in order now and get prepared to die. I just hope that you understand. It doesn't mean that I, you know, am being negative or anything. It's just an instinct I have within me to just prepare to leave the planet. Because, you know, of of not just the circumstances, but my instincts within me are, you know, making me just kind of make my peace with everything. I'm not, so in that sense, I'm not, you know, let's win with Israel, let's lose with Palestine, or the Palestine's evil. I mean, you know, the WEF, it's no mistake, is backing Palestine. Okay? Noah fuckface Harari, um, whose basic uh, raison d'etre, if you will, raison d'etre, his basic reason to exist, is because he wants to live forever as a robot and have no sex. <laughs> That's it. I, I you know, and, and he wants to have chimera's, and, and he may even want to be one. He, I think he likes being the idea of being a half lion, half man. <clears throat> you know, in other words, pedantic folly. And and they all take it seriously, like he's some kind of intellectual. When he's nothing, he's he's a he's an intellectual retard. As we've said and proven over and over and over, I don't know how many times we have to go through it and go through his book and explain. I, I just, you know, people. I guess we're, you know, what we're we're kind of been prepared for death because we we don't care anymore about what anyone says. We don't care about the news anymore. We don't. We're just kind of like in that glaze haze, just before they pull the curtain. And I'm um, sorry it had to come to this, but you know, people deserve it if it happens and I hope it doesn't happen and there's a great renaissance and all that and there's a lot of people talking that way and all that and I think that's very dangerous to think about things like a renaissance I think it's very dangerous to think of these a lot of shysters and out there who're selling stuff that's going to cure you and heal you and you know fix your whole life books on consciousness and how to manifest what you want in this world and I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? All these books have piled up since the 60s and haven't made a damn bit of difference. If they did, Tony Robbins would be on top of everything instead of begging for money, which he's doing again. So really, I'm trying to process because we haven't seen the last of this you know, war and terror. It's the kings of terror are back. And the kings of terror, which is, you know, the UN, the CIA, you know, know, W.E.F., FBI, blah, 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 blah. They're at it again. And it's just about simply terrorizing people before they kill them. Degrade them, get their tax dollars, make sure they can't get any more work, and then go ahead and pull the plug right at that point when they're at their lowest after you've destroyed them. And now people are going. I can't. I can't go. I can't afford groceries. I can't go. You know, they're they're playing. You know, these films at the movie. No one's going to the movies. I mean, maybe they are in Hong Kong, but I mean, you know, people are not going. They're not back in the theater since COVID. The numbers are not. You know, they're trying to cheer it on. Like you can go to Box Office Pro. You know, download the app, and they'll send you emails of how how great the box office is doing. It's entertainment is. um you know except for tv is out of the reach most people get their entertainment off tiktok you know it's free right it's a free uh mind control chinese uh you know basically a chinese um stranglehold on one's mind so you know it's it's um and why the zeal to destroy the human race? What is it what is the zeal? It's because if they are stupid and they are ignorant because they don't understand what's in them. The instinct to kill the other guy and to kill mankind is something that is they cannot back up intellectually. They can't back it up philosophically. It's just something they just need to do because they can't acknowledge they're fallen creatures and so they want to do something bad but, but if they understood that they were no good to start with and they needed help then they wouldn't do that thing they're doing now but they have so much money now they have all the money and all the power so now they just are living out what's in them which is to kill the other guy and then they kill them all the way back to the last man to adam and even still we won't keep getting even. We got to destroy the planets and space and anything we touch. it got to destroy it all because it's. Uh, uh, I can't look within because I'm projecting without. And that's my, that's, that's, I'm showing you my spirit. I'm showing you my spirit. My spirits, you dead. My spirits torture you. Oh no, that's a projection. I want to torture you, I want to kill you, I want to slowly bleed you, I want to dismember you, I want to feed you to the, uh, to the sharks or the dogs, I, I, I want to, I just, and I'm not done yet, I, I got to cut the trees down, I, I got to block the sun, I got to do something, I need to, I got to externalize, but then I have to make you all like it, and you all go along with it. And all you're going along with is my internal garbage, my internal shit that I'm externalizing, and you're cheering it on. You don't even realize it's your own destruction you're cheering on, but that's because you're too dumb to figure it out. Ha, 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 Okay, so that's kind of my, you know, my little uh, entertainment for today. I, um, yeah, what's in us is, is, is rotten. And we're in a fallen state, and humanity is broken, and the world is inverse. It's a satanic world, and everything is backwards. You know, you know, virtue is 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 hatred. Uh, love is love is hate. Hate is love. And uh, that's the way it really is, because that's that's what what operates the economy. That's what operates science. That's what operates all of our systems. Is hatred, and. <clears throat> We give lip service to equanimity and balance and we're not balanced though, We're, we're unbalanced. If we could, if we didn't have Jesus Christ, we would externalize all this shit that's in us onto other people as the enemy and then destroy them even though they didn't do anything wrong to us because that's what's in us, to kill everything that moves. And when people go secular, it just means they're murderers. They're going to murder. That's what it means. They're going to justify murder. And you say, well, you're sacrificing that baby to Moloch, you know, um, you know the owl creature Moloch, you know, that's also a big beast monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So when you go secular, it's a license to kill. You know, you meet people that after they, they have their abortions and they... You know, they, they come to regret it and they know they've, they've murdered. You know, they've, eventually they figure that out because their spirit won't let them rest. And then they have to come to terms with it. The only way you can come to terms with, with you know, things like murder is you have to come to Christ. Otherwise, there's no redemption. You're just going to externalize everything the rest of your life and then die really not having lived. The externalizers, that's what they really are, the externalizers. The externalizers don't live today. They don't live. They just die. The internalizers—they live because they they grapple with what it means to be alive, or what it means to be here, what it means to have this, and that's why I'm you know accurate about it because I grapple with this. I I I go do the uncomfortable work of grappling with it because I'm not happy. I'm not I'm not satisfied. I'm not you know I'm needing some help, and I'm I I feel you know, weak at times and wrecked inside. And then when, when the scripture tells me that, um, you know, uh, you know, what's impossible with man is possible with God. And then I see that that's true. You see what I mean? Then I'm like, Oh yeah, I understand. But then it's not a gimme thing. It's not like a genie, you know, because it all has to do with your own growth. And so having adversity is is part of growing without adversity. There is no wisdom. So, you know, that, you know we're just in the situation, and the situation is not of completely of our own making, but we either make peace with it and work with it, or we just try to ignore it, externalize it, and then that means you're gonna start killing other people, you know, or at least being a psychopath that hurts people like you know mommy dearest you you know what I mean you're gonna externalize what's in you to your husband, your wife. Your kids, your students, your co-workers at the DMV office, whatever. You're gonna you're gonna be that psycho. You're gonna get in charge. You're gonna take over. You're gonna do your thing, and you're gonna, you know, then you're gonna just uh, force people to uh, kowtow and worship you. And you know, the more that they worship you, the more you hate them, and the more you want to bring them down. If they laugh, you want to make sure they cry. And if they seem to be having a good time, you want to find a way to say a sentence that'll insult them so it ruins their whole day. Oh, yes, well, we know you very well because we are all you. The difference is that some of us have learned how to deal with it by not dealing with it and and going to God instead. And then he deals with us. And, you know, so so we can forgive, you see. We can you can nuke the whole world, and we can forgive and move on to the next world. And that's fine. See what I mean? There's not going to be that angst. So you think Israel's going to win? You know, the, the, the word that I get in all this is treachery. Treachery on all sides. But Israel being attacked by all sides, but then Israel wins with a miracle— if Israel wins, it would be a miracle of God absolutely top down take it to the bank, deposit understand you're in that uh that time of of uh, the the appearance of the Lord, the second coming of Christ, the Messiah for the Jews et cetera et cetera et cetera Yes, it would be that all that wrapped in a you know in a silver platter if Israel wins and so i my just i just give you my random thoughts here I, so I, I think they will win and if they do win then god did it cuz there's no way they can win logically even they i know they have nukes and they have this and that and they've got a mechanized army and everyone's in the in the military and they're all highly trained i understand that but what you're dealing with is global countries attacking Israel on all sides. Now you have, now that you've got Afghanistan, you're going to have Iran, you know, all around uh, Israel being attacked. And, you know, and, and and basically in a situation like that, God will make it, and, and, and if they lose, then, then you could say, well, maybe that's not really Israel or whatever. You could say, well, those are all this kind of Jew or that kind of Jew, and so they don't really count or whatever you want to say. Being part Jewish myself, I'm—I don't really feel. I guess I do feel a, a sense of uh, something with the Middle East. I feel a sense of, you know, uh, if nothing else, the line of Judah being Jesus. There's that sense of of, of camaraderie. There's that sense of uh, rallying behind the, uh, the you know the Jewish Christians or whatever. But I mean, in terms of the state of Israel. Oh, uh, and they said, "Well, he rejected Jesus." It's like, yeah, yeah, because God made them do that. Why did God make the Jews reject Jesus, so that Jesus could get out to the whole world, and then return to the Jews at the end? You know, at the end time, to mark the end of the story and the beginning of the return of, I don't know, if people. That's in uh That's a, you know, just read the New Testament. And read what Paul says about that, because he says that, you know, basically Christ goes around the world and returns to the Jews in the end. So it would be after something like this, and it wouldn't be, you know, and they will look upon Jesus as a long lost son and all that. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's going to happen. That That's going to literally happen. Will it be a literal Jesus walking around? I don't know. How it will be, but I mean, people will be, uh, there won't be really any Christians, Jews, Muslims, or anything else. There's only going to be just one kind of people, either with God or you're not. That's it, (laughs) you know? And so you'll, you'll say, well, but Jesus, yes, of course, the cornerstone, of course, Jesus, you know, God, Yahweh. I saw one guy yesterday saying, don't ever say the name Jesus publicly or privately, don't say it because it's a blaspheme against God. I don't know what kind of people you know come up with things like that, but um, you know, you're welcome to have your tortured thinking. You're welcome to deny Jesus' name, but just remember, there's a lot to back up the idea that you know this name Jesus above any other name. And yes, you could say Yehusha, Yeshua, whatever. You know, same thing. It's it's not really the literal sound or the little, the literal vowels or consonants. It is a lot more involved than that you know, it's like the you know the 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 the, um, the completion note you can't complete the building, you have to have the cornerstone first and then the building can be completed. So Jesus is the completer and the foundation. He is the word and he is truth, he is the way, and he is also life itself. So we say God, you know, but then he's also I may all may I make all things new. He's also uh us and we are him. And and so you see it gets to be very profound and very deep. And um you know, and I I don't know how people lose their faith. I guess it's cuz they never had faith to begin with. Because if the Lord, if you've been at all honest with the Lord, you've seen him working in your life, you can't deny it's real. It's no magic trick. It goes beyond that. It protects people from black magic and witches and stuff. And what's more powerful than black magic, witches, and all that? What's more powerful than hatred? Jesus. Because Jesus, the name, embodies it all. Also embodies Yahweh, Jesus, God, creator, you know, the path, the world, why the world is the way it is, what, what, where we're heading to in this world, what are these generations that are living and dying and in, 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 in agony? And who are these jackals? They're stealing everyone's money so they can't live a decent life. So they have no health, no happiness. And what can make that difference? It's Jesus. Then there is, you know, pleasure in death. There's the way to get through illness. There's the way to overcome adversity. There's the way uh, to life. And it's not really, you know, something that Buddha can provide or Mohammed or Aleister Crowley or the Tibetans or, you know, Krishna or any of the other manifestations or things that people that are that show people aspects of God and there's no doubt that you know wise people and icons and different things can point to God but ultimately God has his own inherent you know you get to know God and he turns you toward Christ because that's where the connection is so there's no real no going to God without Jesus. And if you say you have God, then it was Christ that got you there. But since you don't acknowledge him, I'm not sure how much longer you're going to say you have God because that's a very weak faith. If you say you got to God directly on your own, I'd say you're a liar. I don't know anyone that's ever gotten to God. I I watch these new age speakers. I can't believe what lies they tell. Just lie, 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 lie. That's all they do consciousness and the way to manifest this or that i mean it's true in faith in christ that you know you believe it and you know you have these beliefs about yourself and you can and you know tongue is very powerful and yes people can you know be positive and try to speak things into existence but you know how things are those the next storm comes by and just wipes them all out and what's going to get you back on your feet There's also such a thing as failing over and over, you know, getting back on your feet and getting knocked down, back on your feet and knocked down. Then they come to you and say, why don't you join us, the collective, and then we'll have you back and then you'll be able to shine. Well, the only reason not to do that is because somebody else has your soul. It, you know, you're, you're gone. You're, you're, you're on your way to death is where you belong. Because you've, of your own free will, decided that you, you know, and then another guy is going, you know, Facebook's dangerous. Facebook, Twitter, or wherever I saw it. You know, it's it's like, you know, questioning people, you know, just just real, um, you know, questioning people's faith and saying, you know, if you've got, um, you're just trying to tear a hole in it. Trying to make it like, oh, we're all spiritual, we're all equal, and there is no one above anyone else, and... The people who've gone to Christ and all this are just uh, deluding themselves. Everyone is a child of God. <laughs> and the answer is, well, that's fundamentally not true. That's a lie. You're really not a child of God unless God makes you a child of God. And you know? So everything that's born is a child of God. Well, every tree, every rock, okay, well, everything is is of created by God, okay? That <laughs> that's fine. Everything is everything, baby. You know, you you know. I um, I'm okay. You're okay. (laughs) Remember that. Uh, You know, there there is all this uh, prevarication about this, but there is no getting around Jesus. There is no getting around Jesus. You can't get around Jesus and go to God like and run. A lot of these people are all getting off on the uh, you know the the Native American or indigenous. people's uh spirituality and the, you know worshiping the, the various gods, the sort of polytheism of the uh, <clears throat> you know the shaman and and the uh, you know ba- basically the same old stuff uh, no all the pueblos and all the all the you know indigenous that are not with Christ uh, are basically pagan and basically led by shamans who um, you know and, and led by witches period. And that's that's true in every country, not just America. It's interesting. There, there, there was a a Native American woman being um, applauded, and she's in this magazine. And I, and I, I just can't remember her name. i forgive me. She was a a famous like a warrior, and she was a you know just a, a real a frontier woman. You know. Anyway, and here she is in her. Um, in her, you know, indigenous get up in her, you know, in her pigtails and you know, the whole sort of Indian thing going, I can't tell you what uh, Pueblo or what tribe or what nation it is, but she was very famous. And I will get that information and, and I'll read it to you when I when I can. But I found it interesting. She had a big, and they're, they, you know, because I know this magazine hates Christians. You know what I mean? And so they're really putting up. They're really like, oh, here's Chief Golden Elk, and here's the, you know, here's a Running Feather over here, and here's so and so. And aren't they great? And they, you know, worship these various gods and the, the the wind and the sun, and and they do these dances and all this. And it's like, you know, <laughs> they completely misunderstand everything, and um, to the point where then the 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 like in the uh, the series Dark Wind. Which is a, produced by Robert Redford and um, and uh, George R R Martin uh, out of Santa Fe here, and is, and and every once in a while they have an episode that mocks white people, and the the funny thing about it is, you know, like they're superior, and and I just have to uh, just about die laughing at at their hypocrisy on this show, and they don't even get it they don't you know what I mean they're like the dominant culture now and they're going they're going to throw their weight around and and they're going to jump on white people like everyone else it's just so hilarious watching them fall into the left wing wef propaganda with the indians of santa fe who are all completely sold out and it's a joke and so here we are again with another group of people that's duped, it's really amazing. But this woman that was being so celebrated in one of these God-hating magazines—I like was like a fashion, maybe it was cowboys and Indians. I'm not sure. One of these. Um, had a cross on. I said, I can't believe you're publishing that photo. She's got that cross right there. I mean, it's, it's plain to see. You know, is she a sellout to the Wasichu, to the white man that came to colonize everyone and force them into Christianity and perversion? Now, she had that cross on and she did not look like any kind of pushover or sellout. Okay. It was, it was really her. And I'm sure she got a lot of shit from her. I'm sure that people called in the magazine and complained. Ooh. You can't have a Native American with a cross on. You can't have that. That's blasphemy. And then remember Red Elk. Now Red Elk used to tell me about um the the Indian dance of the sun and how it was a parallel to Jesus and he and he really proved it. And it was like, yeah, man, there's a lot of these Native Americans that knew the Lord and know of the Lord and knew of the Lord before uh, the, the story, you know, just, just you know, and, and, and Red Elk explained that to me. And it was, you know, and the whole, how the whole dance was symbolic of, of, of you know, of Jesus. And I, I just was like, wow, that is really amazing. Do people know this? No, because the propagandists don't want you to. Could they get a job on Dark Winds? Of course not. They would be banished. Robert Redford's a white man. Owned by the WEF. Okay? Indoctrinated all the way. And so is George R.R. Martin. They're both two peas in a pod. And they're putting on the Indian thing, Dark Winds. And then they're doing all this press releases about the Native American and how they're pure and how they were wrong, you know, the whole Obama thing, you know, that that land shouldn't have been taken and blah, 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 you know, not, not about all the Indian wars. You should read about those in the 1300s and 1400s here. Yeah, and the Inquisition that was here, the Spanish conquistadors and all that stuff. I mean, that's, you talk about colonizers, But because they don't know history, they don't have to go to it. They just put a a scene in one of their films that mock, you know, white people. White bread, white people, dumb white people. Thinking that they're getting even with something. And all they're doing is just displaying their own hypocrisy and idiocy. For all to see. And then you wince. Well, I turned I turn the series off. I realize, oh, this is Robert Redford, a white man, you know, dictating to the Indians what to do. Here we go. Here we go. And yet that lady with the cross fiercest, you know, Native American of them all had that cross on. And uh People are just simply trained like trained seals. They see a cross. Oh, God, get it out of here, please. They see people that, oh, oh, white people that are Christians, burn them at the stake. So it's the same as like the Salem witch trial. They caused all the problems on the earth. And um, it's not true. Let's go to the actual Population. The population is basically what about eight percent white, and the rest of it all different colors. You know, there's white, but it's very small minority. So, you know, they shouldn't be dominating all the resources. Then, well, you know, maybe they were innovative. The Europeans, who knows? I'm I'm a co- combo of a lot of different things. Can't really claim any one thing, but I know one thing: these uh, Indians and these global people and these afghanistan people and these various iranians and israelites and you know um, israelis and um uh, these chinese and these other asian peoples and all this stuff they all have one thing in common they're all fallen all of them and none of them have a solution and that's really comforting to know isn't it did Does he teach that in church? No, they don't. Well, they kind of teach that, you know, you're in Christ, you're good, and you got to go convert the world. And it's pretty hard for a Christian to convert the world since a Christian looks kind of like the world. So, it's, you know, it's... People are just... Uh, they don't they don't really want to become a Dudley Do-Right or a, you know... I don't know even what I'm talking about today. I'm just... On a tangent, I'm really just up at this hour because I was very disturbed with the um, with the uh, attack on Israel. Because I understand what it means in the bigger picture, and and I'm just kind of quietly getting my things in order. I I don't know, you know. It looked like to me like nobody seems to put two and two together, so no, people just think there's no danger. <laughs> it's amazing, don't I mean, you think? People think there's no danger right now that they think they're going to live on. (laughs) They're going to elect Trump and everything's going to be fine. You elect Trump, you're going to have an immediate civil war in your hands. In fact, I don't even know if there's going to be another election because I think the war may ramp up so much because of the emergency powers and the War Powers Act. We may have to cancel the election until things clear up a bit. And guess what? They'll never clear up. Because the rich people... (laughs) Because the rich white people... Um, want to, uh, you know, destroy the human race and have the world for themselves and even transform themselves into robots, uh, so they can live forever and enjoy themselves and not die. What's the whole point of the WEF? What's the whole point of, you know, Larry Fink? What's the whole point of everyone? What's the whole point of Native Americans? What's the whole point, you know, Native Americans? Or was there anyone here before that? <laughs> did they come from someone did they wander around the earth? I you know, the the, the, the point is is that uh, is that they're all, every, all all these people are the same. The white man and, and the, the red man are the same. And and the yellow man and the brown man and the, the whatever color you want, they're all the same. They're all fallen. They all need redemption. They will all war with anybody. They're all deadly. And it's because of the fallen condition. So that's the truth of all the races. So we should be able to be friends then, you know, in Christ. That would be the great mitigator. That would be the way uh, for us to be able to communicate. But, But they must keep us divided so we can't communicate because the rich people, the rich white people that tell the Indians what to do, especially when they start producing dark winds. Make sure you mock the white man now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here they are falling into this sort of serving the white man and acting like they're being big Native Americans. They're really flashing their culture, and they're going to put down everybody that tried to hurt them. <laughs> so there. When in actuality, they've just fallen in the same trap. I mean, it's just a story about, you know, murder mysteries and dis but they make social commentary, which would be interesting if it was semi-intelligent. But again, around Santa Fe, around this area, I don't think you're going to find intelligence. I don't think Robert Redford's intelligent. I, I think he's, he's a reactionary and George R. R. Martin, I think he has intelligence, but he seems to, you know, he spends it on Game of Thrones and, you know, he try, he tries to put it in again. He's playing sides. That's the point. And when you're playing sides, you're not really intellectual, are you? Because if you're really intellectual, you're not going to play sides. It's going to be hard to take a side. Oh, these people are justified, and those aren't. We know why there's war. It's a failure of communication. It's just a failure. It's a spiritual failure. It's not some justified. Oh yeah, war. Yeah, come on, let's get. A, we're going to go get them. We're gonna go get Hamas and make make Hamas into a you know a parking lot. <laughs> Yay Israel go Israel Yay Lion of Judah Jesus and Israel it's all the same thing. No, no the Israel put Jesus to death. You you got it wrong, buddy. You got it backwards, man. <laughs> I can't wait to put that star of David on. <laughs> On my blog. <laughs> mm. No, I wear a little cross. I do. I find it to be a wonderful symbol to remind me of the shed blood. Because without that, I've got nothing. I, w- I wouldn't even have half my intellectual prowess without that cross. Without Jesus, I would have no intelligence. I would have lots of fast-firing synapses in my brain, but th- I wouldn't be able to, to come to any conclusion about anything. So I would be a waste of intellectual power. And the reason I say intellectual power is because I have had a life of the mind, a life of writing, a life of thinking, a life of writing, a life of thinking and writing and more talking and philosophizing and prophesying. and, and you know, It's been a life of the mental life. And when you have a mental life, you do get smarter. That doesn't mean it's productive. That doesn't mean it, it, it puts you above anybody else, because you know uh, the wise man and the fool are equal in death. So there is no getting ahead. You know, the making of lots of books is, is, is all vanity. So you know um, Solomon called, you know, the, the, the guy that writes the books, vanity, and he's right. Uh, you know that there's no way to stockpile because no matter how intelligent you think you are, you're an idiot compared to the Lord. So you know His ways are above our ways, His His thoughts are above our thoughts. The way He runs things is—I is, I don't understand it. No matter how I think about it, I don't understand. I can, all I can do is sing His praises and say, "Look, the Lord's going to move right now. He's moving on this Israel thing. He's He's stirring up the prophetic right now." There are all kinds of people who are remembering those prophecies ten years ago, fifteen years ago. We were reading from the Bible and talking about how Israel will be attacked on all sides, and is this that time, and and all that. Well, and of course, it's all the time of Matthew twenty-four. It's all the time of you know, it's it's it's. But what we're, we're moving, we're moving toward Revelation twelve, and 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 you know, we're moving toward the fall of Babylon. We're moving toward the. Um, the, the fall of Satan, the dragon. We're moving toward the um, the defeat of Satan. And um, we are in the last hurrah of Satan. And we're moving toward the end of time and the end of this, but there'll be another thing somewhere else, I'm sure. Some people call that heaven. I don't know, I just call it moving on. <laughs> you know? We we don't die. We just kind of keep moving on, but we move on as God. You know, he contracts and he expands. So if he contracts, then we're all just one, right? And then he he expands, then we're all separate entities. We think here we're separate egos. We are not. And once you get rid of your ego, or remember, I, yesterday I called it a, two days ago. I called it a crown. The crown on your the crown that's thrown to the to into the to the throne of God, these are egos. These are your separate names. You know, Joe, Cindy, Bud, Abdul, whatever, Jesus. These are all separate names, but they're not necessary anymore. So we throw these crowns. of separate I. I'm a separate I. I have a separate name. I have this name Zeph, and I'm. have my own ego my own thoughts and, and i'm separate and the idea is before the throne of god none of us are separate so we throw our crowns to the to the you know we don't seek the crown god's the crown so we don't need the crown because we're not separate we're one i know that's hard for people But that's why I believe that life, even in death, I could see life just goes on. Even if you die and you give up your conscious state, but life is going on elsewhere and you sort of become that life, you know, the energy just kind of keeps flowing. Even that is, uh, you know, a fairly peaceful thought. But this idea that you would, because people don't remember, you know, having past lives or, you know, past, present, future does not exist It's all just going on. So there really is no death. You just kind of like, you know, you just change, you go from a, so the the Hararian people, their philosophy is they want to live as a separate I and not be subject to, you know, death and losing their memories and losing their experience. And they want to be, you know, advanced beings and so they want to go, you know, the robotoid way, thinking they can beat the thing, but they don't understand that this dimension that they're in is confabulated, it is created, it is um, uh, sustained, but it's not real. So they want to live forever in a simulation as a, you know, as a digital life form. They want to get rid of carbon, so they want to become, like, caricatures. They want to become avatars, Right? You know, as uh, that fool down in New Zealand keeps, you know, promoting avatars, and um, the problem with that is that um, they miss the whole point of of existence. Existence is not singly singular dimensions. It's it's omnidimensional. It's 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 um, you know to there's really no point going on with this. Suffice to say I'm a happy person because I know there's no death. I know there is life. I know that this all the war is just ignorant people doing stupid, ignorant things, which I expect them to do on Earth. I'm not like, oh no, they can't do that. Go ahead. Knock yourselves out. Blow yourselves up you know, blame everybody, be sure to blame other people, whatever you do, it's not your fault, you know, or it's always your fault, if you're the abuser, then it's like, it's always your fault, you tell your, your victim, right, it's always your fault, remember, it's your fault, I'm sorry, good, don't make me hit you again, you're crying, Whap. I told you to stop crying, because you're making me hit you, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't... Whap. When are you going to stop crying? I hate to hit you. Why did you make me do that? So that's the psycho thing that's running this world. That that abuser. That's your enemy right there. That abuser that's in you too and it's in all of us and then some of us manifest that and they go around abusing. These are the psychopaths. They feed off the abuse. These are the oligarchs. These are the, the rich, the, the billionaire class. These are the trillionaire classes. You know, they're, they're you know, the, the, the not idle rich, but the, the bloodline rich, the bloodline. They cultivate these bloodlines. Guess what the bloodlines signif- signify? Nada. They don't matter to God. <laughs> it's, remember, what's the big secret of Freemasonry? There is no secret. That's the secret. Go tell that to a master mason. Oh, I, did, I, did. You know, a, oh, I take great issue with that. <laughs> no, that's the actual truth. Same thing with Zen. The, the answer to Zen is no Zen. You tell the Zen master, I figured it out. No Zen. Excellent. You're enlightened, my son. <laughs> answer in, in Buddhism is no Buddha. Ah, Yes. The sound of one hand clapping is one hand clapping. The sound of one hand clapping is the sound of one hand clapping. Yes, you're enlightened. Go spread the good news everywhere that you're enlightened. A real Buddhist will not relax until every sentient being has peace. Well, what about the grass or the grasshoppers or the, the, uh, the, the mushrooms and the onions and the bark on the trees? And Are they going to be happy too? They're suffering too. So how do we make it all work out? Answer, um, you don't have to make it work out. <laughs> it's already worked out. So therefore, there's nothing for you to do. There's nothing for you to, to um, accomplish. Just follow your bliss. Well, what's your bliss? Jesus. Yeah, follow Jesus. And don't look back. Don't look back. Don't don't engage in arguments. You you know, when you deal with Jezebel, which is the world, right? It's a Jeze like a Jezebel woman, you're not ever going to win the argument. And when you're when you're wrestling with your abusers, your psychopaths out there, your narcissists that just say these trigger words to just put you down and make you feel bad. They do this on Facebook all the time, TikTok, and they make you think that they're living the good life where you've got a shit life, that sort of thing. You you just really, uh, that just trying to keep you in a cage. You've already beaten them all. You know, the guy with the, uh, was there's a guy in there that tries to get you to sell these cars, you know, it's like, I can teach you how to be rich and hack cars, you could drive around this, you know, five-year-old Ferrari and sell it for more than you than, than you bought it for. And after driving for free, it's like, yeah, well, you know, all that's fine and good, but it's all secondary. It's got nothing to do with what's going on. When those things become your focus, those material things, then there's a problem when they're when they're. When they're 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 that becomes a religion, you know. I could tell you from having you know some some things. The more things you have, the more that you you can potentially become a prisoner to them, unless you have a, a, a laissez-faire attitude, which is like, okay, I'll fix the roof when I can. Yeah. Oh, I'll fix that door. You know, by and by, you know, it'll get fixed. Yeah, it's cool. I'm driving the bus around, and you know people well, oh that bus but there's a lot of responsibility that goes with that bus you know you gotta fix this and fix that and little things and four for heating systems and three battery systems and two electrical systems and uh blah 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 and the motor and the, this and that and the turbo system and the van na na and yeah you want to take it on go ahead but you know there's all that but then that's all got to be secondary it can't be like well oh, that's my first thing it's like oh, you take the bus i don't care go ahead throw it off a cliff you know, burn the house down, throw it off a cliff, whatever doesn't matter, because you see that's not what's going on. What's going on is this 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 thing that needs to be addressed. And uh, whether you're on, you know, um, living in the an uh, ivory tower somewhere, or whether you're out in the woods, you know, foraging for existence. Uh, You still got to deal with that thing. If you make the woods and foraging your focus, you're screwed. You're done. It doesn't matter. And when people weigh, you know, have a, you know, a dick measuring contest at the cocktail party, you know, I wonder why they call it a cocktail party, right? (laughs) And and um, well, my son's going to Harvard, and and, and uh, I heard one person saying, "Oh, we're really big Christians, and you know, my son is working, uh, you know, in in the uh, you know the, the sound engineer is one of the sound engineers for Taylor Swift." And I'm going, "Oh my God, I feel so sorry for you." And she was so insulted, she never wanted to talk to me. I'm a Christian. <laughs> Look how well my son is doing. I'm like, you working for Taylor Swift, is that a blessing? working for this, like, you know, satanic Jezebel high priestess of, of, of fuck all is some kind of blessing. You have got, that's, that's a, a smear on your life, woman. That's a fallen son. And believe me, arrogant assholes like Taylor Swift are not going to tolerate some non-Luciferian guy in the crew. Believe me, he'd be bounced out on his ear if you were really with Jesus. So you failed as a mother. Don't come to me talking like that as if, the, you know, and my son, my daughter, they're going to Radford next year and they graduated summa cum laude. So what do you think of that? Well, I think as long as that, you know, you can take that degree and shove it up your ass. That's what I think about it. Well, you know, I have a son. He dropped out of everything and he lives, you know, I in some kind of tent somewhere in the Oregon coast, and he seems really happy, and he's got like kids and a wife and everything. They live kind of like frontier people, and and but I really feel sorry for And I'm like, good. That's probably a real. You should go visit your son then, because you know what? Probably, uh you know, he's doing a lot better than you are. And then, well. You know, and I had kids. They became homeless. Well, yeah, well, at least they got a chance. You know, but it's you know the homeless thing is not uh, exactly freedom either, though, because there are monitors and policemen there too, making sure people conform and don't step out of line. So you got to watch out for that. Plus, there's all kinds of agencies that want to register the homeless. And rehabilitate them. Of course, that what that means is core your soul out and stomp it in the ground. So, yeah, don't, don't expect that I'm going to give you the, uh, you know, the answer you're looking for at your society party with all your, you know, your rich friends and your, you know, basically the only reason you even go to these parties is so you can, so your wandering eye can look around at you know boobs and tit, you know, tits and ass, thinking maybe you've got a chance with some somebody else's wife or something. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Don't think that's not going on because that's all that goes on. That's 100% of what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Uh, okay, so let once again, and I'm sorry, an hour and 16 minutes of your time I've wasted. But listen, I got up because, you know, Israel is getting ready to open up a big can of whoop ass on Hamas, and Joe Biden says he's all behind it. After he basically was the one that launched the attack on Israel, so what happens is Israel, by proxy, is probably going to try to get Putin to launch on America. You know, I mean, it's all proxy this and proxy that. Ever the truth is just buried. But make no mistake, Biden bombed Israel. Now he said, we're gonna do everything we can to back up Israel. There's a big news item. And I'm the I'm the big Israel I'm the Israel president here. I'm the I'm the man who stood up and defended Israel. It's just you know, it's it's a it's a it's a, a sack of snakes. It's a, it's a den of vipers. And there's no truth anywhere. And so these people, oh, you yeah, know, Israel's surrounded on all sides, and, you know, it looks like Israel's going to win. Well, you know, I'm, in my carnal nature, and my stupid self, I'd say, yeah, come on, let's go, Israel, let's win. But who are we winning against? Huh? Israel's also in the UN. Lest you didn't know that. But Israelis are part of the uh, WEF and the... Uh, Various agencies. There's also Mossad, connected to the CIA and the MI6, as if we didn't know. So when you're talking about Israel being attacked, what exactly do we mean? Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, it's not you know biblical Israel. It's it's, it's called Israel and it's Israel, but it's. Uh, is it really Jews being attacked? Is it the Jewish religion being attacked? Because most of the Jews in Israel don't really practice religion. They, they practice, you know, vacation days. Like, you know, Yom Kippur is like a vacation. You know, Rosh Hashanah, a vacation. Passover is another vacation. Just like America with the Christian vacation. See, what we keep getting to is that we're, we're all just inferior beings. You know, um, but with God, we can be actually superior as long as we don't, uh, you know, claim it for ourselves as ourselves. I should say, as ourselves, we are superior. It ain't least. No, you've, God can make you superior, though. Yeah, there's there's better talent and lesser talent. We see that. No. but God will do the dividing. God will do the leading. God will be the, the only source of, of real food. God is the only source of anything. And if you pray and you feel like you don't get a result and you're not praying hard enough, Lord, I just pray in Jesus' name right now for everyone that listens to this broadcast to be uplifted into the way, the truth, and the life of Jesus and not look back. In Jesus' name, amen. Not look back is important. That, that's the same thing as Peter not looking down at the water. And then falling in, you know, don't look down, don't look back, just go. And whatever attachments there are, whatever soul ties you've got right now, this would be a good time to break them. Any any kind of um, sexual experience or anything like that has created a soul tie. It's a good time to break it, especially if you have memories of, 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 of lust or sex and then you want to relive those memories and masturbate or whatever you're going to do. Um, best thing to do is to just just ask God to take that off of you. Because, see, that if we're going into death, you know what I mean? You want to go prepared. You don't want to have these gaping wounds in your soul. And the only reason God was talking about no adultery is because he just is trying to help people not create soul ties. And soul ties, what they do is they weaken people and they're really tough. I mean, we are all born with soul ties. You know, we're born with generational curses and that's enough i've my whole life i've tried to get this curse off me you know and it and it you know and and if given any heed it leads can lead to all kinds of perversions and uh, indulgences and sins if you will you are the kind of sin that actually just you don't realize it but when you indulge in sin over here on the other hand then opportunity drives up over there you know what I mean? It's just like it, it's just like a given that God is not mocked, and what if you're if you're going to sow to sin, then you're going to reap. You know, the whirlwind you're going to reap tragedy. So we just have to you know struggle to be above it. Now we all have this, but this is a good, you know, the reason I say it's a good time to get rid of soul ties is because with death so imminent, I think God will show a lot of mercy in just taking these soul ties off people. You know, you're just, you're just going to forget to to lust. You're going to forget to... Here's a worse one than lust. It's the need for vengeance. <laughs> oh, we hit a few... But that's another soul tie. If you have vengeance against someone or there was an abuser that you're trying to get away from and, and you know what I mean, they call, you go running back. You know what I'm saying? That's a soul tie, baby. It's got to be... They call and you're like, what? Who are you? You know? Now you've broken free. Now you're free of it. But those of you who are, who are under the rubric of, the, 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 of, of the, the sort of thumb of abusers, they're, they're psychopaths. They don't, they're just looking for another victim. And they'll say things to you to just make you feel bad and to bring you down and to demoralize you. And, it, you know, that, that there's only one thing you can do with these people, and that's drop them like a bad habit. Drop them and see them as they are, pathetic. Anyone who has to prey on other people like that for their own power, they're pathetic. And the people let them get away with it, that's their problem. That's not your problem. You just say, you know what? Enough of that. That's it. I'm done with that, Jesus. Lord, please deliver me from that, that abusive relationship, Lord. You know, we're not doormats. We're not here to keep going back over and over and over again. Letting them abuse us. Letting them make statements that cut like a knife. No, that had to be lost. I, I went through this very thing and I had to um in order to heal I had to drop it. And I have to take even stronger measures of actually, you know, putting putting the guy, you know, the the, the, the individuals down that deserve it. They have to be put down. Some of them are practitioners and sorcerers and stuff. They have to be put down. That soul tie allows them to get into me. It's like a wound that's got to be cauterized with Holy Spirit fire. Cauterized. Cut them off. I tear my cloth like a good Jew. Tears your cloth. I'm done with you. That's it. Over. I harden my heart for now. But I'd like to not remember. Of course I forgive. They come at you with evil intent. It's like, you know, I, I don't know you. But the Bible says to overcome evil with good. Well, good would be, you don't take that shit. The soul tie is closed. But then when you need, you know, if that person is in need of something, you help them. I think that's the spirit of that scripture. I don't think it's like, you know, become a victim again. Open up that soul tie again. I don't think that's the uh, the spirit of it. Anyway, it's been good to be here. I uh I knew that, you know, I was probably born to be here at this time. Cuz I've always been at the end. But to me, the end is just another beginning, you know, but the the beyond time and space, it's just so much more busy. For one thing, <laughs> there's no time to reflect on anything. There's no time to feel bad about stuff. There's no time for, you know, for people go around insulting each other or, you know, sticking a knife in with their words. I remember one guy, I hadn't seen him in 30 years, he goes, you just the same as you were 30 years ago. No different, you know. And that's meant to to, to, to drive, you know, the, in other words, Jesus didn't do anything for you. You're the same as you were. Okay? They don't say it that way, though. right? And then it grinds away. And then you go, you know, I reject that, you know, obviously... There's been a, a tremendous amount of changes in healing and all kinds of things, and my perspectives has, have changed over the years about life and reality, and to to the point where now I'm finally coming to a peace with everything. You know, my mommy traumas don't have any more grip on me. But that that was since I did the documentary. You know, that some of this is not left to our own. You know, I. No, I didn't live weights to get rid of it. I didn't use human strength. God just took it off me when he was ready to do that. I'd, nothing's happened on my schedule. The one thing that helped heal my past was uh, doing this documentary. I didn't know it was going to help, but it sort of just it, it integrated me and divorced me at the same time. It's like, no, these people really were bad. <laughs> You know, they really, really are, you know, the kind of people that ruin our society when they have too much money and too much power. That's exactly what happens. And they did do their ruination of society and they ruined me and my brother as well. You know, and it's, and it's their fault and it doesn't really, you know, and then that's fine. Hopefully they came to peace with it before they died. I forgive, I forget, but you know, I'm, am I going to take it on and feel guilty about it? Hell no, not anymore. I used to try to beg to be insane so that none of this stuff was true. I just hallucinated it. I just blew it out my ass. And then I believed it. Um, And then I didn't believe it. And then I renounced it. And I said, it's just, you know, life is just like leave it to beaver. It's like Disneyland. And then Disneyland started to unravel then you realize that the entire Disney family were, well, a certain kind of bent. Well, then you realize that all Bohemian Grove was the same bent. Oh, then you realize that all the world leaders are the same bent. Oh, then you realize that the entire thing, 100%, coast to coast and around the world, is the same thing. And everybody is acting like it doesn't exist. And let me tell you something. Nuclear war is the great equalizer, man. That's gonna straighten a lot of people out. Because right now, these people are all gonna go to their deaths as hypocrites and slaves and dumbasses. Wouldn't it be nice if they could actually experience life for once before they die? Because once you become a slave, you don't experience life. When you willfully become a slave because you want a paycheck, that's the end of your life. I mean, you can get the paycheck and put food on the table, but you're dead inside. Right? So you go to the porn, you go to the conventions, you're looking for trouble, you're looking for this, that, and the other thing. Go through the divorce, divide it all up, it's all painful, the kids are wrecked, they commit suicide, and you know, it's just a wonderful world. And 100% of the problems here on Earth are caused by people refusing To take account of themselves and refusing to be honest. And refusing, you know, they'll be honest and go, you know, doc, tell me what my, oh, I got a heart problem. Oh, I got this. I got to face the music and get that operation. You know, they face the music with medicine. I got to go, I better go off to war to Vietnam. But they won't face it with looking in the mirror and go, who are you? What are you? Are you a man? Are you a good man or a bad man? Are you a Woman, are you a child? Are you a slave? What are you? And, you know, obviously if if the answer comes back that you're, you know, in bondage, which is we all start in bondage, the one thing that's really helped me is, you know, that that in my own family, just due to generational curses, they all died. And, and now I don't miss them <laughs> at all. I'm, Hope that they found some peace. I doubt it, though. No. But they all died. They all died in in their ignorance and in, in their stupidity, in their in their um, you know um, false sense. of, I guess being coddled and propped up by people your whole life, you start to believe it, you know. But uh, no, I you know the the people that have these ideas of tradition. Well, there is all. Grandpa Scott, now grandpa, great grandpa Joe. Now, great grandpa Joe fought in the Civil War and he was a really great hero. And then there was so and so. He came over on the Mayflower. And then there was so and so who died in a ditch in, you know, Uruguay. (laughs) And all of this, you know, tradition um, is bullshit. The main show that's going on is right now with us are we going to overcome this stuff or not and it's not even really with israel you know i mean that got me kind of out of bed in a way and you know collective thinking is okay to a certain extent but it doesn't feed me doesn't feed my soul it doesn't make me feel better to know that i'm just in an amalgam of a million people that means nothing they could all die tomorrow and still means nothing it's just like rivers going down the stream so what is it that then? What do I have to do? Well, I've got to make peace with the war inside of me. You know, and that goes beyond um, materialism. It goes beyond, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a spiritual solution. But there has to be a way to peace. Because if I'm not at peace, then I haven't done the work of peace. I haven't broken the soul ties. I haven't I, I you know I'm uh, you know most people have soul ties because they're angry at people and when people die they're angry at they want to get ve- Now how are we going to get vengeance if the guy is dead? And then they're still acting out on some kind they find someone that's like that person and they take vengeance out on that person. You know what I mean? It just it's just the cycle never ends. And it just had and Jesus is here to break the chain to break the chain to be the sole sort of you know something we don't talk about enough but it's really uh, so now we're starting to get cooking here it's the sole survivor jesus is the sole survivor and you know the sole survivor is the end of the world system and satan's reign upon the earth the sole survivor wins the game freeze all the slaves the devil has to let them all go it's the end of their lifestyle it's the end of their little reign it's their end of their rock stardom it's the end of all of it it's the end of the mirror the mirror is broken now because the sole survivor overcame death is eternal and then we learn that you know in christ we are eternal as well. And we also learn that everything is eternal, really, in a sense. But not everything is of God. God made us to be the tabernacle of himself, to be the temple, to be the one temple, to be the you know container of God, to be the you know, to be the external embodiment of the Holy of Holies, to be all as one, just God. If you're the tabernacle of God, that means you are God. So it's a big journey back to God. And then God is very conscious. You know, God wants to talk about... uh, your, you know, your court date or your nervousness or your, you know, what you should eat, what you should wear, all that. He wants to deal with you. He wants to deal with me. He wants us to grapple with it. I say, God, please break these soul ties in Jesus' name. Please help me break them. Help, what do I do? Where do I go? What do I say? Lord, give me the strength to stand up to the abuser and face him down and walk away. In Jesus' name, amen. Please. Help me to get free of this amazing, insane bondage of, of of useless people doing useless things, and then actually respecting them to be useless to me and hurt me with their uselessness, and to have me thinking about useless things rather than things that are important. Are you still alive? It says it's terminated. Uh, I'm live. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm alive. Okay, well, that's about it today. I'm um, Israel. I muddled that. I called it three because it's World War Three. I think you know. Let's make some proclamation. We know we're in World War Three. Okay, it's on every level. It's spiritual. It's uh, intercontinental. It's now with many countries, and it's it's dividing the the United States into a civil war. just just the one that you know lgbtq for for you know queers for palestine you know this this kind of shit already trying to line up and and it's like you know what you're done i'm done with you i'm done with you done with your divisions done with your stupidity done with your violence done with you you're just like a low-level creature that has no consciousness no thought you just kind of act and react the way you're programmed, got no use for you. You are useless. You're useful to the UN. You're useful to Klaus Schwab, but you're not useful to me. So you don't exist to me. Tear my cloth. Walk away. If you need something, let me know. I'll feed you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay. Yeah, hallelujah. (laughs) No, it's not for sissies, not for pussies. This whole thing on earth is uh you know, you gotta be really tough and you've gotta be really um being callous is not the answer because if you lose your sensitivity, God doesn't want that. You know what I mean? You're you're no good if you're not sensitive. Yeah, you're not good if it doesn't hurt. Of course it hurts. And just ignoring the hurt, uh it's not gonna not gonna fix it. And grappling with it, you may or may not be successful. But God will one day take it off of you, whatever it is. They'll take that thorn out of our side. But, you know, he left it in Paul the whole time because what it do? It humbled him. It humbled him. He couldn't boast, really. He... Um The other thing is when we pray for a result like, okay, I'm going to go to the market and I'm going to sell my wares. I expect they're sold because I prayed. Anything less than that is blasphemous to pray and not believe. So this is the ultimate in positive thinking. If I pray, I pray for the result of happiness, Provision, being successful, Lord, you know, and it would be you, not me, for your glory as we are your children following you as best we can. And, um, you know, if there's a victory there, then, oh, my God, look what you did, Lord. Amazing. I wish I could just, you know, I just got to tell people about you, Lord. It's the way you've led me since day one. I've been with you, and um, I haven't really... Everything that I've prayed for has pretty much come, come true. Yeah. Everything that I've, that I've been afraid of has been dealt with. Everything that I've, you know, hated, had to work through that hatred, it's been taken off of me. Everything I, I thought was impossible and I yearned for, you've made it possible when it didn't seem possible. Everything the Bible says about you is true. I'll see you next time.'m um, yes, I'm watching the Israel thing. I've, but I've just I don't feel we're a collective. I think we're a bunch of individuals that the Lord is dealing with. You know, I just don't see us as a collective getting behind getting behind Trump, and I, I just, I'm not feeling that, really. I mean, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I like Trump. I mean, I feel I understand him. I don't like some of the boneheaded moves he makes, like like you know, becoming a bitch of big pharma. That was not right. But you know, the idea of standing up to people that are taking advantage, I think that's that's a good thing. Letting the the political prisoners out of prison, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, there's some good things too. But it's all just give and take it's just nothing is pure really you know what i mean there's no perfect person there's no perfect solution and so i'm turned back to myself and god saying okay lord what will you i I just want to be do whatever you want me to do i just want to be at your beck and call lord Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? And then, while I'm on the way, please take off the the, the bitterness, the need for vengeance, the soul ties, and all the other you know the, the the you know desires, the the unfulfilled desires, and any kind of lack or pain or any kind of feeling of void or you know that uh, struggle and and. You know, can't get there and all that because I'm already there. I'm already there. I'm already there. I'm already there. I know, Lord. I repent. We're already there. We're already. We are already delivered. We're already in bliss. We are already. uh, We've already achieved. We already have the victory. (laughs) What are we doing? I'm having a little tea. Okay, I'll see you guys next time. Look for me on Substack. I'm going to put this broadcast on Substack as, as fumbling as I am and as bumbling as I am. You know, probably had I become a more, you know, gone totally professional with, with podcasting and broadcasting. Uh, I'd be in the studio and I'd, you know, I wouldn't be the same though. I wouldn't be spontaneous. I'd have to, you know, do the corporate thing, which of course would be, you know, anathema to my existence. <laughs> I'll see you next time. But look for this on Substack. It's zefdaniel.substack.com, and then there's zefdaniel.podbean. podbean I update it I, I just have to it's really easy to update it you just you just hit general in settings and hit general and down there at the bottom it says import the but you know so you can but'm I will keep importing these podcasts because there's a lineage that goes all the way back to 2004. You can search the pods all the way back to 2004. So I will put it there. I'm going to put it on Substack. Substack's really becoming more the hub. But I realize that, you know, it's not a big deal to put this broadcast on Substack, too. And you can import, you know, you can import uh, um, into Substack the the whole uh, podcast history. I'm just trying to learn how how, kind of how it works. You guys like uh, black with white letters? I feel like I may go back to white with black letters because it's more like pages for the, the white white flesh. okay yeah that's uh that's on uh chapter 2 chapter 2 is really a big it's just a really disturbing chapter yeah it was did it disturb you yeah did no don't don't turn my mic do turn your mic on don't turn my mic on there your mic's on check one two <laughs> Why do you turn my mic on I turned the mic on because people want to hear your voice that was very disturbing that chapter I know I added a lot. But I added like ten pages to it, so it's, yeah. it's a lot more detail. It, it really brought me back to the horror of the, the days when oh. you were stuck in there. Yeah, that's bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. It was. It was, it was I'm sorry that happened. <sighs> but uh, I'm glad you got out. <laughs> cha- chapter three, you know, and I'm really serious about this. But chapter three will be up there today and it's also, you know, equally as re- revelatory and it's you know it's a very intense book and if anybody was a serious publisher out there they'd publish it but i just figure i'm going to do this live performance writing and then there's you know there's already talk about making a film out of it we could do that and then we could maybe publish after the fact or you know i'm i'm who would play Zeph? uh Randy Quaid, <laughs> I don't know, uh, let's see, it wouldn't be me, um, I don't know, uh, Sam Neill, you know, I don't know, remember the Omen guy? i have to be a very good actor. Well, Sam Neill would be a very good actor, I don't know if he's still around, but he's uh, he, um, you know, he was the Omen guy, you know. Mhm. Damien. <laughs> anyway, he's a uh, I think he's New Zealand or Australia. I'm not sure one of those. He's he, he he makes wine and he plays guitar and, you know, he also acts but he's very good. We know his agent. You know, I don't know if you know that. We know his we're we're in, we're we do we do business with his agent. We're friends with his agent. So there's access there. So we you know, he would be a choice of mine. Mhm. I would just say anybody that would be like Anthony Hopkins, (laughs) since I'm all gray now, but he's of course older than me. You know, so who knows? Liam Neeson. Uh, People don't realize that he's pretty old too. I just saw uh, Denzel Washington in Equalizer Three. That was good. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't. The conclusion was like a lot of conclusions. It's kind of pat, and you know, it's okay. It's you know, not spiritually uplifting exactly, but basically about a guy with great skills. that The town that's being harassed by the mafia and be, being just, you know, just taken down on the coast of, on the Amalfi Coast, right? On the, yeah. Or down by Napoli, the, you know, on the Amalfi Coast. Uh, and they want to take all the land and the properties away from the locals. It's like Maui, like yeah. burning down Maui. Yeah. And then Denzel comes in as the equalizer, and he's and he like goes out. single-handedly, just like destroys the mafia, and it's all in 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 Italian. Yeah, the whole movie's in Italian. It's all Italian subtitles, and and even he talks Italian. He's pretty good too. And they're not great, but I mean he's pretty good with his Italian. But I love the fact it was all in Italian. Yeah, I love I love that. I love the fact it was just like watching this. What a great idea for a sequel, directed by the same guy Antoine Fuqua, who. Uh, you know, he's he's a you know great sort of action director. And, um, you know, I I really... Uh, Denzel is a fine actor. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, and he does this part where he has to rage things. He's got this whole system going, like, with his tea and his stuff. He's very obsessive. His napkins. His napkin has to be just so. And um, anyway, I'm going to turn Trish's mic off here. But, yeah... Um, on that front if we could just turn from the you you know i'm sorry i got very deep and yeah it's because i i want all this stuff taken care of before i die you know what i mean i don't want to die with any kind of like vendetta on my heart or like a soul tie with somebody or like a you know mommy trauma or any of that stuff i just want it gone i want to die in peace and i figure if if I'm struggling with all that, then, you know, and I'm not really struggling with, you know, I was struggling with it, but now that it's kind of behind me, a lot of stuff, uh, now I'm conscious of having struggled with it, and <laughs> which I didn't know I was doing at the time. But whenever I've been resisting them and, uh, you know, whenever I've been reclusive, meaning I'm, I'm resisting seeing people because I don't want those barbs then i realized now why those are psychopaths and somehow they were all attracted to me because they wanted because i was vulnerable in a spot and they could they offload their anger through projection into me and hurt me but it was all so they could live but who wants a psychopath narcissist to live anyway right to get you want them to get more powerful And, um, you know, the fact that you haven't had the jab, you're not in the system, you're not in the world system, you're not allowed to be, you know, making films or doing anything in the world without someone's permission. And the fact that you think you can do that makes you an even, you know, so it makes you vulnerable to these kinds of attacks. I remember I made, um, you know, from some companies I've had, I've made money in the past... And some of these people don't believe that I, they don't believe that I was capable of making money. They don't believe it. They they don't see my life, they don't know where I live, they don't know my situation, but, you know, everything has been from things that i built, you know? And um, I'm pretty good at being like, you know, the head of a company. But people don't perceive me that way. So, we, so you see, I don't ask, you know, permission because all they're going to say is, hell no. But I'm more qualified than they are. So I don't want them to be my judge. So I've been, like, independent, you know. But, uh, yeah, the things I've done, the decisions I've made have been profitable, and that's good because that's helped in this day and age to, you know... To be, um, you know, to, to lead this company, Crazed House, and to hopefully, um, you know, um, g- green pastures. <laughs> but I need the Lord to do that, and we all put the Lord first. And, you know, to have started this company in the pandemic, and all this, how wise is that? I just know that it's it's a, a winning company, and it will, in the end, you know, prove people wrong. Like people saying, well, you you can't make money in this film market today. And I said, well, watch me. And and we are. Thank you very much. So, you know, um, there's all kinds of voices. And and they always want to tell you you can't do something. I remember we bought a car wash in in, uh, Los Angeles in a suburb of L.A. And, And, oh, no, it needed work. It was one of these car washes you go through and then you do your own vacuuming and stuff. But it had gotten... It needed work. It needed a certain amount of money of work. It needed, you know, management. And, uh, but of course the cars are there in LA. But then, then, you know, it, you know, when we first got into it, it was raining all year. <laughs> and when it rained, you know, the car wash didn't make any money. So now it's, but, you know, we hung in there. You know, you got to be patient as turned into a winning asset. So, and, you know, it's going to basically now be finally, after, about what, 10 years, be sold. And, um, you know, I'll probably exchange that for another property, something. But I mean, all these things that I've done have led to, you know, to where I am today, which is, I, I don't even talk about. Um, I guess if we have a big hit or something, then they'll want to know what's the secret of your success? And the secret of my success is this patience and allowing something to develop rather than just making a conclusion that, you know, Oh, it's fucked. We better get out of there. You know, dump it. It's it's it sucks. And there are some things like that, you know, that I've been involved in that that were dump it it sucks. <laughs> but most of the time, you know, if you put the work in and you and you're patient and you you go through the ups and downs and you know, you wait for your moment. You know, there's always a moment in every venture. Where there's a, you know, uh, where something positive can happen. But if people are so used to, with a short attention span and just used to immediate gratification, that they're not patient. If the data was good in the beginning and helped you to make a decision, yeah, let's go with this, then everyone's saying, oh, that sucks. And you don't get the result the data should have given you. You have to remember the data made the decision and stick with that belief in the data. It's, it's like believing in Jesus. You've got to have faith. The Lord moved me and gave me unction to do this thing. So I'm staying with it because it was the Lord's unction to begin with. Right? So there's that kind of, you know, thing. And I have seen so many people, they give up on their dreams. They give up on a venture. They give up, they go bankrupt. They go work for somebody else. And that's because it, it's hard to stay the course with the ups and downs. It's easier to quit. But the only way that victory can come is if you don't quit. If you quit, that you're assured that there'll be no victory there. You know, yeah, everything is telling me to quit. I can't stand it. But if you quit, you, you, that whatever chance you had is gone. So sometimes you just have to put it to rest and just not think about it. Pick it up another day. There's also the whole thing about, you know, not becoming emotional about certain things, but trying to be accurate about what's really happening. Now, we'll see what this quantum devil thing does, but when I got into it, I, um, you know, my my position of, you know, of leader was basically to, you know, suggest this screenplay that Mike had. Mike had offered it to me, uh, producer Mike. And he'd offered it to me um, for me to direct, actually, a long time ago. And I felt it had really good bones, and I just thought we could adapt that. And then, you know, and then Larry brought in a bunch of, other influences and we had the quantum realm too and so we had discussions and uh we all agreed that 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 structure that screenplay was uh, you know commercial it was the idea was coming with something very kind of fun for people and satisfying and Larry wanted to do something nostalgic that had uh that was uh that, that has some h.p lovecraft aspects to it so um you know uh it turns out at least so far that it's like the right thing at the right time. It may not have been right a year ago, but it's right now. And so we had to kind of stay the course on it. And um, it's gotten, you know, so far, good reviews. I I'm, don't know what America will do. <laughs> but basically, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a good film for people to watch. And It's also the second installment of the Quantum Quartet. The next two will be theatrical features you know with a listers and stuff so it's a whole different level but it's all connected to the same kernel of the quantum realm because we're going to stick with that we're going to see the vision through over it's a multi-year program and it's easy to get distracted and to see shiny objects and run after them and, and and you know drop what you were doing and all that kind of stuff we have to not do But stay consistent. Even if it looks like this thing over here will be more profitable, why do that when you could do this? You know, all those kind of decisions too reveal character. You know, stay the course, you're gonna cut and run, what are you gonna do? No one would blame you for cutting and running. Especially in a time like this. (laughs) But then that's just it. If you cut and run, are you going to cut and run on Jesus? Are you got to cut and run on your wife. How about when there's no money to pay your taxes or bills or anything else, and things uh, are, you know, if you have a financial reversal, does that mean you're a bad person or you failed? No, it doesn't. It does not. But when people take it like that, and you know, you hit the drugs in the bottle and everything else, trying to, you know, soothe the fact that you screwed up. Why, well, you sure did. Now everyone's starving. Um, then the devil's got you by the balls. Because nothing that you're saying and thinking in that position is true. Everything is a lie that you're telling yourself. People, through no fault of their own, can, can you know, go belly up at any time. And we are all expendable at any time. We can all go bankrupt at any time. Every day that something goes right and we don't go bankrupt, is a good day. The Lord should be praised. Thank you, Lord. You have them through another day and another year. It's really important that um, on this walk in Christ, that we just apply it to that, that with this upwelling of consciousness and this expansion of consciousness that's going on, that usually happens <laughs> usually right before death. Uh, let's hope that nothing like that happens, okay? But, you know, I, the kind of people that are in charge, you know, Joe Biden, I mean, you know, he's a, I, he he wouldn't give a shit if he killed every last person on earth, you know? So I, I um, so our faith is being tested. So, we, you know, so I say you stay the court. As long as your faith is strong in Jesus, you can have any opinion you want about the world. It's run by clowns, or whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as you have faith in the Lord is showing you life, and you you feel like you have life if you have the Lord. And so it's not diminishing your you. A bad mood, you paranoid, upset. Well, then something's wrong. You should be joyous, focused, ready. Do the best you can, no matter what the circumstances, because the Lord de- demands our best. Right? Do the best you can. No, just do the best you can, just you know don't give up. I guess that's what the other thing is. Don't give up just because it looks really bleak right now. It looks really bleak right now, because the world is at war. You now, the hatred is off the hook, man. People want to kill each other bad, real bad. But that's not me. I don't want to kill anybody. You know, I I do believe in forgiveness and I do believe in in redemption of souls. I do believe in Jesus and therefore I believe in God and that I believe that God's way is a mystery but that he will lead us in earnest to that promised land which is the state of grace and state of peace as long as we don't quit or be wishy-washy or be... Going for a shiny object of five minutes of pleasure and hours and hours of agony. (laughs) All right, everybody. I love you guys. I'm going to be, like I say, hanging out a little bit more on Substack, writing notes. I'm writing notes there. There's also a chat there that I may see if I can, you know, I'm just trying to learn what's going on. Um, Chapter three of uh, Angels versus uh, Witches chapter three is uh, is up and almost ready to be uh published there and then you know once i get to like chapter 10 then we start facing them we start hitting those blank pages again i believe that with this momentum and especially with the readers you know you know following along and they're kind of like cheering me on in a way but just by reading it it's giving us you know giving me as the author momentum too it's a very interesting way to do it Substack is a it's very interesting when you're writing something that's progressive, like a novel, and you're doing it in real time with people, you know, with you on that journey. Really interesting, really interesting. That's why I left because there was a security issue because I was dealing with the hospital at the time, and you know, and and and, and you know, there's a there's a muscle aspect to to uh, uh, big pharma, as you may already know. <laughs> uh, with that, I bid you shalom. And, Lord, we just pray for peace in the Middle East. In Jesus' name, we pray that uh, there will be a solution without a bloodbath. It looks pretty bad, Lord. It looks like everyone's piling on World War III. Lord, we just ask you to mitigate it ask you to deliver us from evil. In Jesus' name, amen. There's just no end to the praying, Lord. No end to the praying. No end to the brain. One, two, three, clear.